You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Never been successful ever in the history of NFL have you gone with a first-year starter with all one- or two-year pass catchers and had a successful offensive season. Counterpoint, Cincinnati Bengals 2021. Jamar Number Chase one pick overall. It, it's not the same. Broadcasting live from the ESPN Madison studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Someone's deflecting because they can't hit a golf ball is what I'm thinking here. <laughs> he wishes he was deflecting <laughs> golf balls yesterday. <laughs> that insinuates you made contact. That is fair. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. It's schedule day, which doesn't get me that excited, but Wrong. apparently everyone else gets excited about schedule day. I think yeah. this is one of those things we've spoken into existence. Albert Breer from the NFL, well, now with Sports Illustrated, talked about 10 years ago with the NFL Network. They sent him to a bar in Chicago, and he had to beg people to like come out and like pretend to be excited. And like The NFL has spoken schedule excitement into existence amongst the masses. Like The diehards, yeah, you just live and breathe. you got nothing else yeah. to do. The, the schedule. But many people, this was just a, eh. And kudos to the NFL. You've spoken into existence because... This is literally just like a PDF that's coming out, and we're all like, "Woo!" It's intriguing, ish. Because okay, ish, but now, it still is. Let me ask the question here, Alex Strofe, producer extraordinaire. We're live from the Spark Building, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. How you get into the show? What did we predict for the Packers last year, record wise? Yeah. Uh, we all had somewhere in double-digit win territory. I think I was the highest. I think I had him at fourteen and three. Admittedly, I think Matt was a game behind me at thirteen and four, and I think you had him somewhere around eleven and six. Yeah, because I had the Vikings winning the division, so I probably had him somewhere eleven to ten wins for the Packers. So I guess I was the closest. But my point being, we could not have been more wrong last year. So, like, we look at the yeah. schedule and you go, "Oh, that's a win." Well, that's definitely a win. And then they go out and they win eight games. Well, and none of the ones I think you thought they were going to win. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. There's definitely a lot of losses so I did not foresee coming. It's just sheer. It's May 11th, and we got Bupkis to do. I think as a show side note, we're going to have to watch the new Pete Davidson show on uh, Peacock. That's called Bupkis. I feel like uh, it's a little. <laughs> Infringement, copyright infringement, but I'm going to have to get into that a little bit later. So, Matt Hamilton, it is it is that time. So, what's got you excited about the schedule then? It's, it's out. It is out. I will run through the schedule according to Matt Schneiden from The Athletic, but like everyone's got it. So, Who makes the schedule? I thought that just came down from a pie. <laughs> I have no idea. The NFL? Oh. I don't know if there's a person. It's probably... Can we give credit to someone? Let's give it to like Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell has nothing to do with the schedule. Let's say he makes the schedule. Can we just call it the NFL? Sure. Because it's not Roger Goodell. You sure? At best, he might sign off on it. Hmm. You, I was just curious. You think he's entering the? What I if I was the like, NFL? How do they go about doing it? Because like teams, small market teams might like trying to bring in larger market teams no to no their no stadium? stop stop, 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 stop any stop. sort of like no no there are some there's a lot of rules in here that right as far as you're playing obviously the tier you're playing a different conference 
and you're going to play somewhere. If you're second place, you're going to play second place schedule in your conference against that conference. So there are different tiers in there, and then they do flip the home and home, so you don't get to like choose on that part of it. The that has nothing to do with it. So it really is very formulaic. So I yeah. would imagine that this is mostly done by a computer. Okay. And then maybe there's some fine tuning done. Yeah, I guess I just wasn't sure how it was actually like done. Well, that is even less interesting than us going to play the schedule game, which we will later. But <laughs> a formula determines each team's opponents every year, according to the NFL's website. So I was right, computer. No, then, that's great. I was just curious who to you thank. You nailed it. And, whether, then it was, and then it's fine-tuned by humans. Yeah, thank I you. just was curious who to thank because... Thank uh, me because I just Packers, told you how it happened. <laughs> the Packers organization clearly doesn't want to help Jordan Love, but at least this algorithm does with the schedule that they put out for him. Are you sure about that? I uh, I don't want to get to the schedule game. Them, I don't want to get into the schedule game, but... Yes. What's What's got you worked up right now, Matt Hamilton? What's What has you excited about this schedule? Not even as a package, just like on the not wins and losses, none of that. Just like gain certain aspects of this schedule that's got you worked up. I'm gonna read you the schedule, and you can right. chime in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I need some music for reading the schedule because the schedule is again. I'm just basically we're going over Excel files right now. We're gonna make it as exciting as possible <laughs> as I read you the Excel file. It's like reading an expense report. <laughs> All right, September tenth at. The Chicago Bears, 325 on Fox. September 17th at the Falcons, noon on Fox. September 24th, Jordan Love makes his Lambeau Land or Lambeau Field. Shout out to Luke Musgrave calling it Lambeau Land. Uh, debut <laughs> against the Saints, Derek Carr. That's noon on Fox. Uh, noon game's early. Uh, then you have Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime. September 28th, home, Lions. <laughs> then October 9th at the Raiders. Devontae Adams You could be better than that. That's about something to give you right now. And then that is on ESPN. Then they get a bye week. That's an early bye. I don't love that. Week six bye, yeah. They play October 9th and don't play again until October 22nd. At the Broncos, 325 CBS. Home Vikings, noon. Home Rams, noon. At the Steelers, noon. Home Chargers, noon. At the Lions, Thanksgiving. This one I'm excited for. 11.30. You're excited for Chiefs? No, no, no. Lions. Okay. Thanksgiving Day. Chiefs, NBC, Sunday Night Football. At the Giants, Monday Night Football, ABC. Now we're starting to get into that territory. These games could be flexed out. Buccaneers, noon. Can we just not play that game? Can that game not be broadcast or shown to anyone? I mean, I think both these teams are going to be pretty sus at this point, but Tampa's going to be bad. Sus? At Panthers. Young new. man Jim Rowland. Wow, TikTok <laughs> Jimmy coming out there. Actually, that's for my daughter. She uses the word, so um, she's just about 10. Yikes. At the Panthers, noon, and that is on Christmas Eve. That would be fun. And then New Year's Eve at the Vikings, Sunday Night Football. I will guarantee you right now that game will not be played on Sunday Night Football. And then you have TBD versus the Bears. It could be played anywhere, anytime, because <laughs> everything is TBD except for it'll be at Lambeau Field. Yeah, I was the just date say. is TBD, the time is TBD, and the network is TBD. Because that it the, might not uh, even happen. Who knows? That's like the Saturday and Sunday week, right? Saturday, Sunday, and Monday now, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, so we know it won't be Monday. 
So I'll just give you this. I believe the dates of that would be either January. Hold on. I lost January now. January 6th, 7th, or 8th. All righty. Do you want to know what jumps out at me the most there? Well, I mean, the bookended Bears games, I think, is interesting. Um, Obviously, the Bears are going to get better, too, but it kind of looks like it could be a little bit of a litmus test. You play them early. Go throughout the entire season, play them again, see how you did. You can kind of stack yourself up, uh, assuming you both progress. Uh, you can kind of see how much better you might have gotten or if you've got worse or if the Bears just got that much better and you were remain stagnant. I think there's a lot of good things to learn from uh, having bookended games, especially against a divisional rival like the Bears. Tim from Cambridge chimes in. Let's just get this joke out of the way because it is the most played out thing already on social media. It's nice the NFL is going to introduce the Bears to the new owner right away. (laughs) And I'll maintain this, and I will stick by it. The true owner of the Chicago Bears was Brett Favre because when he was playing, the Bears were actually a good football team. The Bears owned themselves for most of the Aaron Rodgers era. And that's not a knock on Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers had so many more important things and bigger fish to cook than the Chicago Bears. Bears moments, though. Right, but the Bears stunk 80% 80% of the time that Aaron Rodgers was there. My point being, Aaron Rodgers owns the Vikings, and that's more impressive. Aaron Rodgers owns more impressive teams. Mm. That's all. It's like bragging now about who's deflecting trophy. Now it's now like who's the deflector? No, it's like owning a Saturn. It's like owning a Saturn is my point. Judgmental Jim. So I'm giving Aaron Rodgers a compliment. Yes, he owned the Bears, but he owned more impressive teams. Right. It's like owning a Saturn. Well, it's like owning a Saturn and also having a more impressive car. Yes. Well, that's not hard. <laughs> Multiple cars is right. pretty impressive. Right. Yes. It's like owning a Saturn and you could go win a Fast and the Furious race. <laughs> How, you know me so well. What? I can win a Fast and the Furious race in my Saturn. Against the scooter? Did you guys see this motorized scooter on the freeway in Milwaukee today? No. no. I didn't it was driving that. around on the side, but yeah. That's uh, a decision. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. Moronic. Idiotic. Uh, 844-770-3776. What? Bold. Boldly stupid, that yes. Boldly stupid. Uh, what jumps out to you on the schedule? We'll play the schedule game in a minute. We're going to play it a little different. Matt Hamilton oh, and man. Jim Rutledge. We have uh, brain meld now uh, because we have mind meld. We have both come up with the same idea separately, which is we are going to play the schedule game, but we're going to play it. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Packers, and Jordan Love, quarterback of the Packers. Because the Packers, on paper, look like they've lowered their ceiling for next season. I don't know for the future. Maybe Jordan Love's the quarterback of the future. But the most likely scenario for Jordan Love, if we're just giving him the benefit of the doubt, is that he will be average. Jordan Love, statistically, was above average last year. And more importantly, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers, what we saw him do, and what he can do... Right, directing people, calling out schemes, calling out the offensive line, making the run game easier, all those other intangible things, he was still borderline yeah. elite. And so it's a, it's a drop-off, and that's not a knock on Jordan Love. I just think we really got to grasp a 39-year-old veteran QB, even if he was average, is still so much more uh, valuable than a first-year <laughs> starter. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, I'm. This is gonna be interesting. I feel like we're gonna get a little bit of uh, pushback 
for our uh, our game we play here next because I I think there's a lot of really strong hype behind uh, Jordan Love from their fans. I think people are very optimistic for this season, especially with the schedule, which I think if you're going to be an optimist, this schedule is a good-looking schedule for a Packer fan. You've got teams that are pretty middle of the road, and if you fancy yourself middle of the road, that's that's a winnable game. You only have... Like, there's really only, like, three or four games on here that I'm like, oh, nope, we can't win that one. That's just not going to happen. There's only one that I'm like, won't, won't happen. And then there's a handful that are like, yeah, most likely not. So I think this schedule bodes well for the Packers if they're playing really good football. This year's schedule has the most amount of toss-up games out there. And last year, and this is how I play it on how good of a football team are you on paper. And this is how... I pick a schedule in any sport. How many of these games are toss-ups? And this year, every game is a toss-up. And last year, probably 60% of those games were toss-ups at best. Oh, and it, I mean, you didn't think they were toss-ups at first but I'm, when you first looked at it. Right, so maybe we go with 70% of the games were you felt like were locks. 65 70% were locks yes. for the Packers last year when you're going through it. Like, they're going to – like, last year you could – Say with a straight face, they're sweeping the Bears, and they're likely, worst case scenario, splitting the division against the Vikings and the Lions. See, I last year I didn't see the Lions being that much. So you better. could have said they swept. You're right. You I would have seen sweep the Bears, right. sweep the Lions, split the Vikings. Right. That you, was my. And NFC you could have said North that with prediction. a straight. You could have clearly set that with a a, a straight face. Absolutely. I still believe it, <laughs> even though it didn't happen. Uh, 844-770-3776. What jumps out to you? We're going to play the schedule game coming up next. And our first Iron Jack poll question, though, I want to throw out there before we play our schedule game. Where do you have the Packers landing with wins? 844-770-3776. We're going to go with less than five, between six and Nine. ten, and then we'll go 11 or more. Just do three options. Sure. 844 770 Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. That's how you can chime in. Our first Iron Jock poll question. Iron Jock. It's about what's inside. We'll post this on Twitter as well. Where do you have the Packers falling with their wins this season? Zero to five, six to ten, eleven plus. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, this time over at the Bridges. Brag. I don't know how many. How many holes do you think? What's my over under? I'm gonna. I tee off at ten. It's a foursome. They're better golfers. It's a low bar. Better golfers than Stroh. No, he's a good golfer, so we should be able to have a good pace to play, depending on who's around us. Sixteen. And I'm gonna leave one one ten. I'll probably get, I'll probably leave the course at one, so I can be in my truck heading back here uh, at one ten. Uh, let's see. I honestly think that you should average about four golf holes an hour, so you're probably going to be around 12, 13. And that's my – honestly, 12, 13 is my perfect number. <laughs> I, I, like That's what I'd prefer to play. Like I, I've, I've said this before, that if I was coming up with a golf course and you got the nine, nine feels light. I would try to – 13 could create, holes? Yeah, like 13 holes. Because not everyone has 
Forget even like the executive course, which I get, which makes sense. But even on a weekend, you got wife and kids at home. Cutting off, to your point, cutting off five holes could cut off about an hour and a half. But then you can get the rest of your day in. Like Matt, even you, uh, you don't have kids, but you could like golf in the morning and still, maybe you still do this, but you could still get out in the afternoon and, and boat without it being too right. too crazy in the day. Or you could golf, get some yard work done, and boat. So like the idea of like 13 holes just seems like a, a sweet spot there. Yeah. Now, golf courses don't want to do that because they want you to pay the whole 18. But if you did 13, I think you'd get, find a good crowd of people who are like, yeah, I can get in 13. You can sell your wife on 13. You can sell a lot of things on, uh, you know, time-wise. If you're golfing with your kids, 13 is a good number because they're going to start to wear out. Like, 13 is a good number. Summer yeah. when it's 10,000 degrees outside and not all these golf courses have shade. Uh, <laughs> 13 true. feels it, good. It can just get, I mean, I, I guess sometimes it's this way at 18, but it can just get bothersome because, like, like you said, it took you what? Three, four holes to loosen oh, up. Yeah, no, that's fair. So by the end of your round, you you're like good and loose by the end of the round, and then now you got to quit. It's all depending on what you want to accomplish that day, though. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What's the perfect amount of golf holes to play? Uh, if you don't play golf, you can say zero. You can say eighteen. You can play twenty seven. Yesterday was the perfect day of golf. But I think it's all <laughs> mindset. Now Matt is always in it to win it. Most of the time when I'm golfing, especially early in the year, I just want to count. Like some of the good holes and good swings, and all right, so I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm already starting off this year better than I started last year. With that, I like my drives were pretty good, and my second shot was good. I just had the short game problem, which is what majority of golfers have. So now, if I can quickly get into all I got to work on for the year is get the short game better, well, that's a good feeling to have. And so by the end of the year, I can then I'll care. Okay, but early on, it's like. I just want to get the swings in. I want to get out there. I don't really care what I shoot. I want to know maybe like a month in. Uh, we're, we're golfing in, in June together. Uh, that like By that point, it's like, okay, now that'll be my line of demarcation, and let's go forward. But in May, it feels like free swings. Like It's practice time. You know, we're, yeah, maybe, we were at X Golf yeah. earlier, and now for me, you're super, you're like, I just get, you're I'm super competitive fortunate. about it. I just am lucky that I don't remember any of my bad habits from the end of last season, and I play some of my best golf in the spring. So I I disagree with you. This is the time where you, sh- I, I'm keeping score right now because I'm playing good golf. Well, there you go. 844-770-3776. What's the perfect amount of golf to be played? You know, you play 13 holes, you'd have time to get over to Ho-Chunk Game in Madison. That's where winners go. Over $10 million in jackpots won just last month alone at Ho-Chunk Game in Madison. Over $50 million this year. Biggest win, $218,000. Biggest win last week was $50,000. What are you waiting for? Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Game in Madison. Speaking of winners, we are going to play Tinder Time with the Packers alleged reported schedule. Uh, thanks to Matt Diamond of The Athletic and everyone else out there. And uh, the official schedule comes out later, but 99% of the time, these are accurate. So we're going to roll with it as it is accurate, and we're going to play a little Tinder time win-loss for the Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love. That's how we're going to do it the first time, with Jordan Love as their quarterback. And then the next segment we will do with Aaron Rodgers. If you want to chime in as we play along, please do 844-770-3776. Again, Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. We're live from the Spark Building. Let's get into Tinder time. If you like it, swipe right. If you dislike it, swipe left. It's Tinder time. All right. Jordan Love, the new starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And I'm going to let you two, for purposes of keeping – you guys have to agree together. So I don't want three on here, but you two are the Packers fans, and I will do my best 
to be the nonpartisan on this. <laughs> My entire life has been I've been on the air 15 years, and I was oh by the way the closest one to correct last year is I predicted the Vikings were going to win the division. And I had the Packers closest to the real Hold number. Nonpartisan Jim Rutledge. What the hell does that have to do with you being on the air 15 years? Because I had to be part nonpartisan for 15 years. I have a good feel for what a fair number is. I was correct last year. I'm, I'm not even trying to be a richer and ask this. Yeah. Did, did we predict the Bears schedule last year? Did you predict it? No. What would you have predicted? And, and I know you'll be honest here. No, I said, I said their ceiling was seven. Okay. And they were 0-8 in one-score games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, if I, you had to push me, I would have said five. Is the Bears schedule leaked yet? Probably. You haven't seen it yet, though? I haven't. I don't care. This is literally, we're going over expense reports right now. So I, I have no cares what the schedule is. I find it so funny that you're not into this. Because you're, you're one of the biggest NFL fans I know. I know, but this is nothing. Like this I disagree. Just... Like I love seeing the Christmas Day matchups. Also, something that bugs me. Can I just get yeah. this off my chest quick? We keep saying the Packers have five primetime games. You're telling me Thanksgiving Day game is not considered primetime? It's the only game on, and everybody in America has it on their family gathering television. That's a primetime game. Anyway, sorry. That's the time when people are eating, though, as part of it, Yeah, too. but it's still on. Who eats Thanksgiving that early? So people eat it's it for 11 lunch. 11.30? Yeah, I usually do lunch. I usually no, have right. I, I, I do like at like three thirty is Neat. like the time. Some well, again, if children are involved, they like to eat at noon, and so you need to eat as close to noon as possible. Oh, put some snacks out. They want to enjoy. They don't eat. It's not good for them, Matt Hamilton. The world doesn't revolve around you, Matt. It revolves around your children. Yeah, don't exist yet. They're one one roll a kid. Don't fill up on rolls if you're still hungry. Eat more turkey. What? You're, that's that's you yelling at your kids on Thanksgiving. Yes, no bread, no extra bread. Why would you need to eat bread at Thanksgiving? It's the least ex- exciting thing on the menu. I don't know. There's some good rolls that get passed around Thanksgiving. You can make little like turkey sandwiches and dunk them in gravy. Like you're, you're I'm also anti gravy. Gravy is absolutely disgusting. I could talk about Thanksgiving what? every day of the year. Yeah, gravy you're anti- is the gravy. Worst. Oh, it is the worst. Oh my gosh, this is your worst. Wow, take. This, no, it, it is, really is. It is just. Fat and grossness. I do not want any part of it. Wow, I that hate is gravy. Such a terrible, terrible. Gravy. So I'm not. A, I'm not. It's, I, pure, I hate it's gravy. all flavor. Yeah, you're right. Wow. There's fat in it because that's the flavorful part. No, I can't stand it. The, the, I'm a texture person, and a, and it's also like the thickness. It's disgusting. Like the whole <laughs> experience of gravy and the look of it too. It is. It looks like Relative vomit. Hamil- Hamilton has fans same, light him up right now. It looks like vomit and has the same consist- uh, consistency as vomit. You're not making gravy right if it looks like vomit. Correct. It brown and chunky. <laughs> you have brown vomit. Who is brown? You I don't look get at my that vomit. Looked at. That sounds like alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Gravy's disgusting. Hands it's, down, it's unquestionably, okay. gravy is horrible. Gross. Take that is disgusting. Can we pull that? Nobody. Can we pull that's that? That's one that should be pulled. Is gravy gross? On it. Yes. Oh it, my gosh, you're going to be in the severe minority. Though. I'll be the one alive because it cannot. It has to be horrendous for you. Nine two zero chimes in. Love Jim's idea. Less golf balls lost. As far as my great idea of thirteen holes. All righty. At the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers. Matt and Alex, where are you putting it? Oh, I honestly think it's going to be a split between the Bears. Um, I don't think it's going to be the first game of the season. I think if we're going to catch the Bears, it's going to be when we've had time to practice and develop and build some team chemistry. First game out, Jordan Love, very minimal chemistry with the wide receivers. Justin Fields, obviously Ooh. going into a third year. I'm gonna, I'll give this one to the Bears. Jim, it's funny because you and I talked earlier today, and, and you mentioned how, like, Trubisky early on in his career, he started hot, and then teams started to figure him out. But he started hot against the Packers, and he still lost that game. That's true. 
but very different. At Lambeau Field. Very different Packers team then, too. What do you think, Struff? Do you think they win that one? I think they open the season with a win, and then it goes downhill from there, personally. But if you want to go lost, it's you. You're, you're, it's you're, a- you're driving the boat today, okay. buddy. All right. All righty. So Woo. we're going to L there. All right, at Falcons. I think they uh, win that one. I agree. It has potential to go bad, but I'm giving the W. Certainly does, but I think that's when they, they Home pull out. Saints, Love's debut. Um, I'm going to give Love the benefit of the doubt right here, and the and the Packers defense coming in, and a at a decent clip. They're going to have it uh, dialed in. I think it's certainly a coin flip, but I'm going to give it to the Packers. Love's. Home opener. Lions, Thursday night football. Home. Uh, especially on that short week, I'm going to go L. Just because it is a short week, it's going to be Love's first night game, first prime time on a short week. It's, odds are kind of stacked against him. I'm going to give that one to the Lions. So if you have any issues yet? No, I, I totally agree with everything you've said. At the Raiders? Ah, that's Re- going to be. Real quick before you decide. Yep. How exciting is it going to be to watch Adams, Jair on a football field, right? We, like, we've seen it in practice. We've seen it in training camp. Is Joe Barry going to do that? Because he doesn't do that all the time. That's true, but I imagine Jair's going to want that one, right? They've had so many epic battles over the years. I know, but still. Even if it's not the full game. Jair, right, there'll be times. I just don't. But when Joe Barry is showing, he does oh. not seem to care what Jair wants That's to do. That's fair, but he's fighting for his job. Uh, I, I, is I just, he? I'm very much looking forward we to that. We think he's fighting for his job. Fair point. Uh, go ahead. I think that one's a bit of a coin flip as well, but I'm going to give it to experience and Jimmy Garoppolo if he's still healthy at this point. Uh, and obviously, and the experience of Devontae Adams, and I, I just, I don't think I can give it to the Packers with a straight face. I think so it's like a 60-40 Packers uh, lose that one or 60% of the time. So I think it's close, and I think it's possible, but I think I'd go Raiders right now. So you and I have gotten the – Different ways, but we've gotten the Packers to the same point at two and three going into the bye. At the Broncos, and this really, I think, is about what do you think the Broncos will be with Sean Payton. Right, and I think the Broncos are going to be good, so I do think that's going to be a tough one for the Packers. I'm going to give that to the Broncos. I'm totally with you, Matt. I think the Broncos are going to be good this year. I agree. And by good, I mean like a lot better than they were. They'll be right around a 10-win team. Right around a 10-win team, I think. I think so, too. Like, that's tough division. Playoff cusp. All righty. Go home Vikings. That's unfortunately an L. Uh, too much, too much experience on that Vikings team. Uh, Jordan Love. I like. Again, none of these. I'm saying there's no chance he can't win. I just think if I'm, if I'm a betting man, I, I take the Vikings here. Home Rams. And it depends on what you think Stafford's going to do this year. Right, and I honestly don't have super high hopes for the Rams. Uh, this one's close. I'll say the Packers can pull that one out. Okay, at the Steelers. Steelers is, that's also a close one. The only hesitation I have is you've got one of the best coaches in the league. That defense is stacked. Uh, exactly. The and they have you a mean the Badgers? fantastic right. coach. Right. Keanu uh, Benton, Nick Herbig, TJ Watt. The entire Badgers defense is the Steelers defense. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think Kenny Pickett is going to improve on last year. I I don't think Kenny Pickett was great, but I think Kenny Pickett was smart with the ball. And with a guy like Tomlin and that kind of like coaching crew, if you can just keep the ball secure, they're going to be able to win some games. So I kind of am going to lean Steelers there. All righty. So, all right. Then you have home chargers. The chargers are like the two-faced team in the West. Like they can come out and be a team that can absolutely challenge the Chiefs. And then they'll go and just get dusted by the Raiders the next week. Like, 
they're a tough team for me to predict. I think talent-wise, they're good enough to beat the Packers, and they have the experience there. So, again, it, the Packers could certainly beat them, but I'm going to go Chargers. All righty. Now we're going to go at the Lions. On Thanksgiving. On so Thanksgiving. I feel like Thanksgiving Day is just a big equalizer. Jordan Love's going to have a little bit of rhythm by then. Lions are still a good team. But they always lose on Thanksgiving. They do tend to lose on Thanksgiving, and I and the Packers have won a handful of games at Thanksgiving. Um, I think it's really close, but I think I've kind of snubbed the Packers a little bit here. I'll go Packers on the split with the Lions. Alrighty, Chiefs. That's a loss. That's a loss, yes. <laughs> what are you uh, talking about? At the Giants. Jordan Love is going to redeem himself against the Chiefs and get the win. <laughs> uh, no, okay. That's at no. the You're Giants. Right. At the Giants. You know what? Uh, I think I'm uh, the Giants. They're not that bad, and Daniel Jones just got his contract. And I know how the Packers. Dabo's a really good offensive coach too. Like they know they know the floor with Daniel Jones and right. And we and Daniel Jones when he can run the ball, that's when that team is the deadliest. That's how they got through that first playoff game this year. And uh, yeah, I think I think the Giants are going to win that one. Unfortunately, especially because it's. The Giants right. again, primetime game. Jordan loves maybe third primetime game if you're Alex Strofe, including Thanksgiving. That one so. I think could be flexed out starting at that point, so I don't know. It can, yeah. I think, uh, the week after Thanksgiving, week 13, uh, as we enter the month of December, is when the flex begins. So, like I said before, I don't think Packers Chiefs will be Sunday, or excuse me, Packers Vikings later in the year will be Sunday night. I don't think this Monday night football game might happen either. So, then you have the I, would, I don't like the whole day change thing. Time change I'm okay with. I don't like the whole day change. But anyway, that's All right. a different well, Let's topic. just move on and let's give them two wins here. Uh, we're going to give them a little winning streak here. Bucks and that Panthers. Yes, I'll give them the Bucks, and I think they're – the Panthers, you don't know what Bryce Young's going to be. Bryce Young could be great. He could be, but let's assume not. Okay. Year one. Let's assume Bryce Young and Jordan Love are the same mediocre. Okay. Year one. I'll give starters. it to the Vikings. So you got an L there, and then and then I said if I was giving the Bears week one, I'm taking the Packers week. 18. Now the hard part is, you don't know where the pack like if the Packers are winding down. Like what are these two teams playing for? Well, I think, yeah, that's a good point. I'm still going Packers. I'm going to assume that both teams want to win the game. I don't know if your schedule works out like that though. Alrighty, so you have uh, go ahead and. Can you guys talk for a second while yeah, I yeah. uh, kind of Great analysis, Matt. I don't know why we call you Mr. NBA because you're clearly Mr. NFL. Uh, yeah. You, you, you even had insight on Kenny Pickett's ball control. That was impressive. He was not like a turnover machine last year. I do remember that. I, again, I tend to remember players that I have in fantasy football. I believe I have Kenny Pickett in one fantasy football. I league. think Jim is going one by one. Just count the no, wins no, and then I, add I, it up to 17. I'm doing losses. my own here. Wait, what? <laughs> He's probably already applying his our next game. Oh. So I have them at 6 and 11 and you have them 7 and 10. I put them at 7. I said there's no way they're getting 6. Well, 7 and a half is the number. Okay. Then it's So both of us fair. have them under the uh Vegas number 7 and a half. Cuz uh, is the difference in ours that you had that extra Lions game? No, Two. I have them losing both of the Bears. Cuz by the end of the year when the Packers don't have a lot to play for, uh cuz that at that point they'd be 6 and Six and ten, and so basically, I have. You think they bench him for Danny Etling? No, I just think at the end of the year, if you don't have a lot to play for, you got the Chicago 
could be Chicago could be like playing much like the Packers did last year of like they could w- win their ninth game and backdoor their way into the playoffs here. I I know that, but again, as a Packer fan, my entire life they don't we don't have to they don't lay down. So I don't think it's going to be a lay down game like you're kind of chalking it up. They just get their butts kicked just because, like the 49ers. They got kind of laid down that game, didn't they? This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Miss Polly Sack, come on over tonight. Matt honestly thinks the Packers will beat the Saints. He's on crack. Come on, Matt. You're losing all credibility you had. That's Daryl Deerfield, 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Saints with Derek Carr? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's absolutely possible. I'm just, I, I had to give the Packers a couple coin flips. I think the Saints isn't bad, but if, like, if we lose to the Saints and then get a weird win over, like, the Giants, which I said was a loss, puts us out around the same, like, overall season average and overall season record. I, you know what's wild? Derek Carr, almost identical season to Aaron Rodgers last year, statistically. Right. And he didn't play all the games. But he still almost had the same amount of passing yards. Derek QB Carr rating of 86. No, Derek got sad at the end. 86 rating for Derek Carr, 91 rating for Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers had bupkis. The point being, (laughs) they're closer than you think because Derek Carr would have more with the Saints this year than Jordan Love has with the Packers this year. I mean, how much more? A lot more. Michael Thomas isn't playing yet. You really think that the no, Packers... No, I'm not saying the Packers' wide receiving core is better than the Saints, but the Saints have, like, they're also a bottom feeder wide receiving team. Well, I'm not going to get into this. We're, no, I, I'm not saying that the Saints are, have a better situation. Like, the Packers are have a bunch of unproven guys, but the Saints aren't, like, stacked a wide receiver. Let's get into 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're going to give away beer in a minute here. But we are playing Tinder time, and now we're going to play Tinder time with the schedule. But if Aaron Rodgers was the starting quarterback, I can go ahead and save everyone time. Uh, Matt's going to have the Packers undefeated. Because he is, he's got green and gold goggles that he can't see through as a Packer nope, fan. No, nope. I'm going to be. They've never as the fair Packers have never laid down yet. ever in a game. They've always fought all the way to the end. And Aaron nope, Rodgers has never I didn't done anything say that bad. Either. Yes, you did. You said they never have. Uh, they laid never down go game. into a game planning on laying down. That's what I said about the Packers. Sure. All righty. Let's get into. Uh, like I got some magic beans to sell you too. Let's get into the Packers' schedule with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. Dinner time. Are we swiping right and swiping left this time, or no? Sorry, just just but let's just play the schedule. Game. Yeah, just do that. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you're Tinder time, old school. If you like Testament, it, swipe right. Or old if Testament you dislike there. it, swipe left. It's Tinder time. That's what it says. Rules. Right. Old Old Testament, Alex Strofe back there. Then fire up some music. God. All right, now it is with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Okay. At the Bears. I mean, he's the owner. Aaron Rodgers wins that game. Okay. Then you have at the Falcons. He wins that game. Home Saints. He wins that game. So much easier for you with your your boy. Uh, Home Lions. 
Thursday night. I was yeah, home Lions Thursday night football. Lions are gonna be better. I might give the Lions a split because they're better, but I'm gonna go. That one's a win. Okay. Revenge game. Home game Thursday night football at the Raiders. That's a win. All right, at the Broncos. That should be a win, but uh, Rogers slips up a little bit there, and we'll go with a loss. Okay, home Vikings. Um, two losses in a row. Vikings are able to pull that one out. And then uh, home Rams. Win. At the Steelers. Win. Home Chargers. Win. At the Lions. Here's the other half of the split. Packers win. Wait. No, I said they won. They, they lose that one. That's the other First half the, the Chiefs split. at home. That's a loss. At the Giants. That's a win. Alrighty. Uh, home Bucks at Panthers. We'll get win, win. theirs. At the Vikings. Uh, I already gave the Vikings one of the wins, so I'll take that win for the Packers. And then we'll finish with a Packers win over the Bears. <laughs> With a 13-4 and four record. <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. <laughs> yep. That's what, uh, that's what matters. There you go. You said undefeated. <laughs> There's four in there. You know, I thought I have them 12-5. Okay. Trophy, what do you think of that? I mostly agree. I think 12-5 is probably more likely, but no. it's Aaron Rodgers. It's the Aaron Rodgers effect. Packers are still going to win 10 games with Jordan Love, though. You think so? You bet money on that? 100 bucks right now? So I hand you $1,000. That's like, Alex, you have I, I to would, bet on the over-under Packers. Seven and a half? Yeah. I do 20 bucks on the over. What? You biting? $20 on the over? Yeah, yeah. I'll take the over seven and a half. Yeah. All right. Somebody throw a reminder in their phone. Just write it down. Put a post-it note up somewhere. I will happily take your $20. Here's the one. Jim should do it because you're the one who thinks you're more likely to win, right? So oh, you should right. definitely. Right, you got it written down here. I'll so add it Strofe, later. week eight, you have a reminder in your phone. So when the Packers go seven and one and the yep. one get one yep. went away. The Evan Madison chimes in. Apparently wasn't listening because this isn't my only idea because he says Jim's the biggest Aaron Rodgers critic, but that's as a person and the biggest Rodgers hater. I hate Aaron Rodgers as a person. The personality he projects out there via the media. I don't right. know him as a person. And I've never said he's not a good football player. Ever. Uh, but Bears fans in him won't allow him to move from the past. This is not my game. This was Matt Hamilton and my game together. Just stop talking about Aaron. He's not the QB anymore. He's not a Packer anymore. No Packer fan cares about how we could do if he was under center. Wrong, Adam. Matt Hamilton <laughs> wanted to do this game. So, wrong, wrong, wrong. Love is our guy now. I'm only interested in what happens this year and how Jordan progresses going forward. Love that's like saying guy. the Bears would be good if Jim McMahon was playing QB. Eh, that's not the same. <laughs> Jim McMahon, that's a whole like 80s, that's 40 years ago. And you know, so if you wanted to say it would be like if the Bears, Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields, that's the game right. we're playing right now. And again, this is for fun. And we, know that, we know that the Rodgers era is over. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing how the Jets QB would do if you had the Packers team around him. Adam and Madison, I appreciate you chiming in, but not my game. Matt Hamilton wanted to play this. Yes. Don't put this on me, man. Don't put your baggage on me. And I'm sorry if you believe that any sports station in the state of Wisconsin that is worth their salt isn't talking about what Aaron Rodgers does with the Jets this year. I'm sorry because it's <laughs> going to be a rough year for you. Yeah. Every game is an indictment or a pat on the back for Goody and the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, what he does in Green Bay. 
I, I mean, it's I what mean, he does with the Jets. Whether and whether we like that as fans or not, like we understand that this is life. But the, yeah, exactly. That's just how it goes. If like, Jordan Love, they need to evaluate Gutekunst under some, like some restriction or some rules. This is part of it. He made a move. He moved on from a MVP quarterback. Granted, late in his career, and granted, might not have been the best team player. But you moved on from him, and if if he goes on to succeed, it's not going to look good for him, regardless. So, like Aaron Rodgers, whatever he does in in, in New York is still going to be reflective upon our GM here in Green Bay. Look, this is life because you know what else is going to happen if Jordan Love plays poorly against the Bears, we're all going to bury him. If he plays well, we're all going to anoint him as a Hall of Famer. So that's just how it works, and <laughs> I mean that's just it. If Aaron Rodgers has a great game against the Jets. We're all going to be freaking out. And if he has a bad one, we're all going to be celebrating as far as, like, we made the right move. Right. I mean, Matt Hamilton apparently is best friends with Aaron Rodgers, so it'll hurt Matt Hamilton's feelings. Uh, <laughs> but everyone else will at least be happy for their team uh, because it'll look like they made the right decision. Yeah, I think so. Matt, Matt can't get Like, it's so funny to me because if I was a Packer fan, I'd just do it again. Like, I would want my guy, Goody, to look so smart. So I'd want Aaron Rodgers to go out there and look old and washed. Because I want my GM to look like the smartest guy in the room. Because that gives me hope going forward of, like, this guy knows what's going on. It gets him the benefit of the doubt going forward. That's not going to happen, though, right? Like, Rodgers isn't going to look like an old man. No, I agree. I don't want to put this in the world like this. I don't like wishing bad on other teams or people. Aaron Rodgers can go out and do whatever he wants. (laughs) What about the Bears? You hope they do really well? I hope they try their best. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, see, that's it. That's Matt Hamilton. They can give, they can give it their best effort. Now, whatever shakes out, as long as they gave 100%, they'll know it was a successful season. <laughs> Here's what I want, and this is why I want both teams. I don't care. It's pretty good. I don't care if the Bears are good enough to win the division. This isn't the year for it. I just want both of them to be very close in record to really get – because I have a feeling it's going to get under Matt's skin. if these Well, if we go into Week 18 and, and they're both 6-10 and 10 or whatever – no, yeah, seven wins. And then the Packers wins. lay down because they're notorious for well, laying down. Well, I'm saying down, if, if right, they go Jim? in the final no, week. No, you just <laughs> in your Pollyanna world, the Green Bay Packers have always brought all the energy to start every game, no matter what, because they are the God's the gift Green of football. Bay Packers, thank you. Thanks for finally agreeing with me. Rutledge is an idiot. That's One of all us is I an wanted idiot, you to say. That That's sure. all I wanted Good you to God. say is agree that the Packers go out with a hundred percent every single right. game. Right, and they were going to win fourteen Felt games like last Green year with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback, and in their imaginary land, Matt Hamilton's going to make a poster of the thirteen and four Green Bay Packers. He's a complicated Rodgers. I might. He's going to hang a banner. Can we get him a pennant of like? Green Bay Packers, NFC North champs with asterisk with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, imaginary. Uh, maybe we could do it on Madden. Can we? I wonder if we can figure that out when Madden comes out. A little, a little simulation. Put Aaron Rodgers back on the Packers. I could download the and, new uh, the new rosters and simulate it for you tonight. Yeah, yeah give, give that for us. I can do that. Yeah. Perfect. There we go. Well, now we'll do the roster simulation with uh, Love and Rodgers. It's going to be next level. We know what it's going to be. You know what's next level? Sierra Nevada's Little Things. We have a party pack right now to give away to you. Actually, it's two party packs. So 24 cans, a case of Sierra Nevada's Little Things. What is that, Jim? I'll tell you what it is. You get the crisp little thing. You get the hazy little thing IPA. You get the uh, the crisp is a easy drinking lager. You get the sunny little things, which is a citrus wheat ale. And you get the big little thing IPA, which is imperial IPA. So four unique styles you get 12 cans, 844-770-3776. 
Caller number four, in honor of the games the imaginary Green Bay Packers would lose if Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback this year. Caller number four. Felt like Green Bay to me. Gets a case of Sierra Nevada's little things, the party pack. 844-770-3776. Caller number four, in honor of Aaron Rodgers' record with the Green Bay Packers of 13-4, and four, if he was still the quarterback of the team this year in Matt Hamilton's dream world. Uh, call number four gets that case of Sierra Nevada's little things. 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Throw it back Thursday on Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton is brought to you by Sierra Nevada Little Things. Choose your own adventure with the little thing. I got a good, good, a good feeling. Yeah, yeah I'm up on the cloud, ain't coming back down. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We got a couple different Iron Jock poll questions going on right now. Our first Iron Jock poll question. And we gave a, a, a wide landing space here. So most Packer fans are sharing some sort of optimism here. With uh, 5 to 11 wins, the landslide, 84%. Of you think they're going to land somewhere between five and eleven wins. Eleven percent of you say, excuse me, five percent of you say eleven plus wins, and eleven percent of you say zero to five wins. So, uh, and then the other uh, poll question out there, secondary Iron Jack poll question: Do you like gravy? And seventy-one percent of you say yes, which is right. No, I, I mean gravy's trash. It's a trash thing. The only thing worse than gravy is yellow mustard. <laughs> yellow mustard should only what? be yeah yellow ah. mustard like French's yellow mustard yeah no that is Plotchman's yellow mustard I don't care whose it is if it's yellow mustard it tastes like the color yellow it should only be used to it tastes like the color <laughs> yellow yep. and it should only be used I had this conversation yesterday I made some smash burgers at home and my I said hey get the mustard out and my oldest brought out the yellow mustard I said get this trash off the table and go get my horseradish mustard and <laughs> you would say that to your 10 year old Little idiot, would you grab the yellow mustard? No, here's what I said. I said, hey, dad doesn't like that mustard. Can you get the horseradish mustard? She said, why? I said, well, this is trash mustard. Thank you. And then she then brought why the- do you have it? To mix, you can use it for, the, for like, um, you make like um, potato salads, things like that. My You're wife uses it. You're a picky eater. No, I'm not. It's, that's yes, just trash. Yes, you are. No, so I just don't eat trash. you thought that maybe your horseradish mustard would be better than the yellow mustard for your chicken salad or anything like that? I, I don't make. I mean, my like wife in uses any it. instance you use the yellow. I'm mustard. assuming the yellow mustard is there to make things. I do not like yellow mustard. I absolutely you know, hate it's it. A great, it's disgusting. It's a great binder if you're grilling. Do yellow mustard, coat your meat, and then season it. Great binder for that. That's fantastic. Side note: I don't like uh, irrelevant because I don't like yellow mustard. I think it is like what is the point of it? There's a reason why there's been a. For an example here, ketchup. Mm-hmm. There's realistically ninety five percent of the time your store it's one it's ketchup that's it right you can't perfect you can't make ketchup better really <laughs> yellow mustard existed and everyone and their mother says this stinks let me make ten thousand other types of mustard because when you go to this, the mustard aisle at the grocery store there's a million different options for mustard because yellow mustard is just yellow mustard it's like it's almost comical it's what you get when you're six. And six-year-olds don't even like mustard. I don't even know why it exists. Oh, I don't know. People man. are like, "Oh, let me get some yellow mustard." Man, how does how do you does nostalgia just mean nothing to you at all ever? Well, here's the thing. Now, like, two parts. My parents gravy not happening at our house, and definitely not yellow mustard either. Okay, well, 
So no nostalgia <laughs> there for yellow mustard. That question. So yeah. no nostalgia there for yellow mustard or gravy or ranch dressing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> or ranch dressing. Just firing out all condiments. Yeah, condiments for the most part are trying to make food that doesn't need an addition better. Like you should just eat carrots. Putting ranch on it makes them less healthy. Just eat the carrots. <laughs> eat the raw carrots without the ranch or the dip because the whole point is to be healthy. You start dip, you start drizzling it in liquid sadness, which is ranch. Then you've ruined the goodness of it. But I don't think so. I don't think you do. At least you're still getting the nutrients from it. Or you could just eat the carrot. But you don't like it. You're trying. It's like a good you cold real- carrot is delicious. <laughs> Cooked carrots are trash, there, but cold carrots are good. There's going to be people eater. telling you, yeah. There's going to be people telling you that like ranch is good, and they eat the carrots because they like ranch. They have poor taste. That's all it is. <laughs> and I, I like yellow mustard. I'm Why honest. on a on a hot dog or a burger? Yeah, and it's not like it's the go-to. It's not always, but it definitely gets mixed in. Like the other day, wife made smash burgers. I was like, oh, you know what? I just want to put, and you're going to hate this, I just want to put American cheese on this smash oh burger my God. and do ketchup and mustard and just go like super simple, classic style smash burger. But here's the thing. I have American cheese has not ever touched the Rutledge house, at least when I was a kid, and not now either. So again, that nostalgia doesn't exist for me. Oh, it's, I mean. that just sounds awful. American cheese is the most disgusting cheese. Yellow cheese, is the, yellow mustard is the most disgusting uh, mustard, and ranch is the worst condiment. <laughs> and gravy Those are all is facts. gross. And gravy is gross. Yes. Right? Oh, I'm man. not a picky eater. I have standards. Alex, all Joe, this four is of Rutl- those takes are wrong. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.